today on City Cash Chicago. Pretty much any Chicagoan born before 2001 knows the world's most famous clown. From Chicago, Bozo Circus is on the air. Bozo Circus ran for 40 years on WGN-TV, and Bozo was on so many of our TVs growing up. Yes, including mine. It's been off the air since 2001, but Bozo could have new life. It's Monday, December 20th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. All right, all right. If you don't know who Bozo is, let me paint a picture for you. Big orange triangle hair just on the sides, bald as hell on top, size 18 blue shoes. Yeah, I know it kind of sounds like Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons, but uh, he was actually based on Bozo. Someone who knows the character very well is WGN Morning News announcer Mike Toomey, who grew up in suburban Carroll Stream watching Bozo with his family. Uh, just a warning, y'all will hear clowns in this episode. Like a lot of them. Just letting you know. Mike, here in Chicago, we pretty much claim Bozo the Clown because of how long it ran on WGN, but it didn't actually start in Chicago. When and where did Bozo get his beginning? Bozo was a, uh, a Capitol Records star, and they had little adventures with Bozo the Clown where you could turn <laughs> the pages of the book and listen to the record. And the guy doing the voice of uh, Bozo was Pinto Kolvig, who people know as Goofy from all the Disney yeah, and Pluto and stuff. Exactly. So what it was is the character got a little more popular and Capitol Records was hiring actors to play Bozo and make personal appearances. Okay. And this guy named Larry Harmon got hired to do that. And Larry Harmon is pretty much the name and the face of Bozo forever because he later bought the character from Capitol Records mm -hmm. and he revamped him and changed him and changed his style and his look. And that's the Bozo that we know now with the hair that you were describing before. Right. Whereas he just kind of had like Raggedy Ann hair before that. So was Larry the person who brought the show to Chicago? Yes. Larry took it to another level. He then created the Bozo television show. And what he did was he went from market to market across the United States franchising the Bozo show. Okay. Oh. So he'd get a, a, you know, Detroit or Philadelphia or, or Cincinnati, whatever to mm -hmm. sign on for this. And then they'd find a Bozo in their market and he would have a hand in training that actor to be Bozo. Bozo, Bozo, always last, never frown. Bozo, 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 the clown. Oh, so it wasn't just clown school, it was Bozo the clown school. Bozo school. And you know, and we thought in Chicago, like you said, we thought we owned him. You know, we own, he's ours. Bozo yeah. is a guy in Chicago. Yeah, he's a guy in Chicago, but he's a guy in hundreds of other markets, not just in the United States, but, you know, worldwide. You say, you know, Bozo was a part of your life. You know, what was your history of the show? Was it something that, you know, people in your household watched as well? We did, because at that time he was on at noon. So it was the lunchtime show. You know, okay. and a lot of kids who were close enough to school where they could come home, they would come home and eat lunch and watch Bozo. I didn't have that luxury. I was a little further from school than that. But obviously in the summer, you had them on every day. But the, the studio is a lot smaller than it appeared on television. Literally a three-ring circus on TV. But uh, when you see that studio, which I see every day because I work in that building, you, you wonder, you look in there and you go, how did they fit all these kids and their parents and the circus in there? So the tickets were limited. So 
you pretty much had to, your parents had to pretty much get those tickets when you were a fetus, if you were mm -hmm. actually going to make it on that show. All right, here we are, already under Bozo's big top, ready to play that grand prize. Once they found out they were pregnant, they was like, we need to lock this person in for Bozo. What about college? We ain't got to worry about college right now. We got to get them on Bozo. Even before that, oh, I've been on a couple of dates with this guy. I think I'm going to start ordering Bozo <laughs> tickets for our kids. <laughs> that that was the that was the the real put a ring on it. I, I see commitment in our future. Let's go down on some bozo tickets together. That's the girl. And at the height of his popularity, again, we're talking about it taking decades to get tickets. Did you or anybody you know when you was a kid hit the jackpot? Yes, I have a buddy who went and he actually got called down to play in one of those games where they would pick the team two teams of kids and play like some sort of a relay race or something. That's and he dope. Had like some prizes you get to bring home. And if memory serves, he still has them. So he can, uh, he's got bragging rights. That's pretty cool. I mean, when I was growing up, there were two things I wanted uh, to do when it came to TV game shows. One was play the Bozo Grand Prize game. And two was just getting called down on Prices Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Same like, thing. Like th those was the morning television show dreams uh, when I was a kid. We'll be right back. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Famous weatherman Willard Scott once played Bozo in 1959, but the Bozo most Chicagoans would know was the legendary Bob Bell. Bob Bell, like you, was a WGN announcer. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about him? Well, first off, you're right about Willard Scott. Willard Scott was also, I believe, the first Ronald McDonald. What you were saying about Bob Bell, Bob Bell, I believe, was in Ohio, I think in the Cincinnati area. He was a radio or an announcer. And um, someone said that uh, he used to hang out with his friends and make his friends laugh. And somebody heard him just being funny and said, hey, have you ever thought about being on the radio? How does, how does that ever happen to somebody? <laughs> and then that kind of rolled into a radio career, a little bit of a TV announcing career, and then came over to Chicago to get the, the job at WGN before Bozo existed. And when they started this show, he was the guy that they chose to play the role because he was very physical and very funny and, and witty. What did Bale do for, for Bozo in Chicago? Another level. Like, mm. you watch some of the other Bozo shows in other markets, and YouTube has some of those available where you can see, and they're all very different and good in their own right. 
But what Bob Bell did was he made it more of a crazy, zany in your face and also not just entertaining to kids, but funny to adults, too. There's a lot of double entendre and a lot of funny <laughs> stuff between, you know, the clowns, obviously adults, that the parents found funny and the kids were like, whatever, I'm just enjoying these clowns. I eat about 16 legs, 47 wings, and 22 stomachs. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I'll tell you, Buzz, that was really delicious. Yeah. Oh, and now I think I better answer the phone because it's liable to ring any Yeah, minute. oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Cookie, I owe you a dollar. Do you remember when that like societal change happened when we just like stopped really vibing with clowns? Because you know, at a certain point, Barney came on the air and Power Rangers came on it. But do you remember when it kind of took that creepy turn for the worst when you know now they're just all things Halloween? Like everything, everything kind of co- goes out of style and there's always something to come along to replace it. My kids were all born in the 90s, and yeah, then like you said, Barney was was hitting his stride, and uh that kind of took over and things like that, you know. And I don't want to say that's their bozo because it certainly didn't have the lasting power or, you know, people aren't going to be talking about Barney the way that we're still talking about bozo all those years. But yeah, there were things that happened. And of course, you know, Stephen King didn't, didn't help either. Was it Pennywise? Big white guy, red nose, about 75 feet tall, mouth full of razor sharp teeth. Even after it went off the air, if you wanted to call somebody a clown, you called them a bozo. Like, like to this day, if you want to make fun of somebody, you can still call them a bozo. And even if they've never seen the show, they know exactly what you're talking about and what the reference is. You nailed that. There's so many characters in television history whose character was so strong. And there were a lot of times supporting characters where you can say, you know, like you say, that guy's a bozo. Or you could say that lady is a, a Gladys Kravitz. Or you could say that guy is an Eddie Haskell. You know, those are mm-hmm. like characters whose names became a, a persona, like a, a part of, you know, Americana. Yeah. Recently, actor David Arquette bought the rights to Bozo from Larry Harmon Productions, the, the uh, creator of Bozo. Do you know what Arquette plans to do with the Bozo rights? I don't. And I couldn't be more excited to find out. You know, he, we had him on our show one day and he was very excited but very tight-lipped he didn't maybe he doesn't know yet maybe he doesn't Mm -hmm. even know what he wants to do but you could just see it on his face he was so he was like a kid discovering bozo all over again and now this was his toy to do what he wanted with bob bell's portrayal of bozo was always just my favorite i just it really just lit my heart up and uh I want to bring that kind of joy to the people of the world and in Chicago specifically. I've got a lot of plans for bringing Bozo back to Chicago. And uh, one of the main plans in that is having a permanent museum there. With everything we just talked about, do you think that there could ever be a reimagined version of the show, like a, a modern day Bozo? I think now more than ever that there could be. Certainly that, that somebody is interested enough in the character to, to go ahead and purchase the rights to him, there must be something cooking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, that would be a lot of fun. It'd be great if we could bring it to, to WGN where his home was for so many years. Yeah, with, with so many pieces of archival footage, have you looked at some of those videos and just thought to yourself like, man, I, I really loved this show when I was a kid and just feel those moments of nostalgia? It definitely takes you back. And what's funny about you know those tapes, they're so rare. They're so hard to get a hold of. They recently 
got a, a reel that someone had of, a, of an entire Bozo show from 60s, possibly. But back in those days, they didn't save anything. You know, they'd use these big tapes and they'd record the show. And then next day they'd use it again to record over it. So a lot of time, that very first special that Dean Richards did, a lot of that was from people who had taped it at home and sent him the tape so that they'd have some footage to use. Because, again, mm-hmm. there was no archive. Yeah, again, like you said, that name just to this day, it's been off the air since 2001. And when I hear it, I see the flashes of color. I see the morning song. I see kids missing like the second and third cup. It was like, come on. We used to play it at our elementary school. And I I was always convinced that I'm like, if I just got my shot at the big leagues, if, if, if I just made my way to WGN, sat down with, with the homie Bozo, that, that I'd make it to the end of this. If if you could wrap it up to someone who who's never actually seen Bozo, you know, there's is for somebody could be twenty at this point and it would have been off the air their entire life. What would you tell people about why Bozo was so special? Well, part of it is, you know, and this is no knock, but there were fewer, much fewer options back then. You know, it gave it, it gave them a chance to get a lot of people locked in. And then it kind of became a daily event, you know, like you're saying, this is happening here. You know, this is our guy and his clown friends, his Oliver Oliver and Cookie. And of course, you know, Mr. Ned, they were like a group and it just, you kind of married yourself to it. You attached yourself to it. And these were people who came into your home every day and it's just lasting, you know, now. How many options do you have when you watch TV? You know I mean, <laughs> there's streaming services and channels and cable options. There's never going to be another thing like that. Mm-hmm. Mike Toomey is a morning announcer with WGN. Thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Chicago and going down uh, memory lane. I enjoyed it. Good talking to you. You as well, boss. We're delighted you came. Hope you have a wonderful time. How do you all feel today? We hope you feel as well as that and that you'll join us every day, Monday through Friday, 12 o'clock noon in Chicago when Bozo's Circus is on the air. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Illinois is in the midst of yet another COVID spike and hospitals across the state continue to be overwhelmed as the number of available beds is decreasing, admitted patients is on the rise, and hospital workers are facing burnout or choosing to leave altogether. We had to postpone last night's karaoke storytellers event because of COVID safety measures. While we're all disappointed, we ultimately made the decision to keep everyone as safe as possible. But don't worry, we will be back in the building with a date very soon. And some good news to get you through. While it doesn't look like we're going to be getting a snowy Christmas, parents can still take their kids to get cookies, toys, and pictures taken with Santa Claus at Calumet Park Wednesday at 11 a.m. As always, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. The City Care Circus.